that 21st century Doing something mean to it Do it better than anybody you ever seen Do it, screams from the haters Got a nice ring to it I guess every superhero need his theme music No one man should have all that power The clock's ticking, I just count the hours Stop tripping, I'm tripping off the power Broken, the school's closed, the prison's open We ain't got nothing to lose, motherfucker, we rolling Alright everybody, thanks for tuning into the podcast Today we're going to talk about the Kanye West, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy I got uh, my good friend Martin Phillips here joining uh, this discussion here What's going on Martin? Well, um... So basically, uh, I guess the, the reason why I decided to do this uh, I guess to go into this album first is because about a month ago, right? I think this album te- technically came out November 22nd, 2010. Month ago, uh, November 22nd of this year, like if you're on social media at all, my timelines on Twitter and on Instagram were flooded with people like giving like, you know, the 10 year anniversary like posts on this album, talking about where they were when it happened and everything when it came out. And stuff like that. So that was kind of the precursor to this discussion. Because like, man, I, I mean, this is an album that I can honestly say has impacted me from when it came out to now. Um, but we'll we'll get into a little bit more talk about the album itself. I guess we can kind of just dive into our general thoughts about Kanye West. Um, I think he's he's really changed a lot in the last ten years. Sorry, I was uh, I was eating during the beginning here. Oh, of course. I mean, sometimes you have to eat while I'm introing, and I'm very verbose. Um, but yeah, what, what? How have your thoughts on Kanye changed like over the years? Has it changed oh, a lot? Still, or? I still think he's cool. I still, I still stand by him. Yeah, yeah. I kind of feel like, you know, Kanye is a guy who, you know, I don't know. I think for me, and it really depends on where you are with it. I think for me, a lot of the mystique around him has kind of like has been yeah, has gone away. It. I forgive him for how he is now because of all the great things he did before. And I know Kanye is like a Trump supporter. He said yeah. a lot of controversial things. But I don't look at this Kanye now. I like at, I'd say, reference this, the Kanye, Kanye back in 2010. About. Yeah, we're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah I, so he's, you know, yeah, I'm sure he's crazy, but he did, you know, he didn't do, I mean, he hasn't done anything. Um, yeah, I, I agree. That. Yeah, yeah. See, my and my issue, I think, with with him is, um, is yeah. I mean, look, he can Trump support whoever he wants to support. At the end of the day, what are you gonna do? I, I can, you know, really can't really make him. But I guess the issue with with uh, Kanye for me is he's had he had a lot of mystique around him back in like 2010, 2009, all that stuff. We had at least I, I looked at Kanye as a musical genius who could do zero wrong, which is partially wrong on my fault. But I think the reason oh, behind genius. that was because he had so much mystique around him, right? He's still a genius. He's still a genius, absolutely. But he had a lot more mystique around him. So so ultimately, like, the the run in 2018 that he made when he came out with Daytona and all those other things, he was a lot more, like, transparent. He wasn't as transparent back then. Back then, he was kind of just, you know, behind closed walls. He did all his things. And then he would just pop out these classic albums. And for me, there was a lot of mystique around it. And then... Just seeing his more recent runs, it was like, oh, okay. Kanye was the hip hop. I think he absolutely. I did. would even say Kanye was saying music. I think so. 
Yeah, so. so that's why he said, yeah, so without Kanye, there's so many songs and artists that wouldn't be uh, where they are today. And so, yeah. like, it, it, yeah, so he saved rap music in general. Like, if he didn't come out, yeah, the whole game would have sold out. Yeah, the whole, like, the landscape of music has forever been changed because of Kanye West. And at the same time, like, despite everything I just said, I have a, uh, an incredible love for this guy because, again, I started listening to him back when I was 16. I'm in my 30s now. And his music has changed my life. I mean, over the course of every stage of my life, there was always a Kanye album accompanied with it. And, and you know, obviously, I love his style, love the stuff he talks about. He dropped out I don't of college. agree with him. He dropped out of college. He dropped, well, he got, he got kicked out of college. But it was kind of like him dropping out of college. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, all right. So before we really start talking and about it, we both graduated. We both graduated. Same guy that graduated. That's right. That's right. And my my fans, so you can get through anything if magic made it. Just so you know. Yeah. And my fantasies are beautiful, dark, and twisted. <laughs> there you go. Listen. There's so many. We're 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 connected to Kanye West in so many ways. <laughs> and and so, Jesus is king. That's right. And he walks too. Yeah. Um. So, so uh, I guess let's talk about a little bit of background leading up to this classic album here that we're going to discuss. Okay, so 2009, I don't know if you fully remember this one, but... Go yeah. back to 2008, because then 2008, he released that, what, Heartbreak. A heartbreak. Yep. That was Switched everything different. up. Switched that was very up. different than the sound we were used to from Kanye. Yeah, but like if we think about who Kanye was at the time, Kanye wasn't loved at the time too, by the way right this was kind of this was in the beginning of kanye's unraveling okay so a few i guess what a year before this came out we had a very classic moment that had that happened yeah you had um, the taylor swift you know, year. <laughs> yeah. but wouldn't the heartbreak also impact this album because the heartbreaks was so different than what we were familiar with uh yeah yeah i think it, i mean all that played a part um, and we, we, I, I remember there was a Facebook group back in the day, and it was like, I miss Kanye being the old Kanye. I miss, I miss Kanye being Kanye. <laughs> All because of that Heartbreak 808s album. Okay, so now you're what? you're talking about, when you say the Heartbreak, you mean, what, what exactly do you mean? The album. The album, yeah. Yeah. Well, was it a Heartbreak in 808s? I mean... The the whole thing around that album was his mom died and I think he left his fiance, so he, his life changed. I didn't say, a I didn't, lot. I didn't say it at the time. But you're saying sonically. You're saying sonically. Yeah, I, I don't think it from was well that. received at the time. Yeah, yeah, and, and we definitely have to do uh, an 808s episode as well. But I feel like um, I like this album a lot too because I felt like he came back from that. Like he did his experimenting in 808s. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Back. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Also, so, Heartless has got it's so cool song. Right? Yeah, let, so how about this? L let's for one second kind of relive a moment in time okay. here. Okay, okay. Um, That's, I know what you're trying to get at. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because this, I think, is very important for it's very important for the album that we're going to discuss because this is really the precursor before it. Um, oh yeah, hey, can you hear? Him? Yeah. All right. All right, hold on. 
So this is Taylor Swift winning the VMAs. And she's just all in all her glory on stage, enjoying life, and something randomly happened. I always dreamed about what it was for giving All right, hold on. Award. I... Okay. Yo, Taylor. Oh. I, I'm really happy Kanye for Washington. you. I'll let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. <laughs> one of the best videos of all time. But Kanye West rushes the stage. All right. Part is very strong. He was like, hey, you know, you can't deny it. You can't say it wrong. <laughs> you, well, you're, you're saying he was right. I'm saying the way he looked at the way he struck at the beginning, he was like, hey. hey. <laughs> He's like, I said oh, what I said. That's going to wait. What what video, what Beyonce video was he referring to? It was uh, all the single ladies. It was that one. I mean, compared to what you belong to me, I mean, he might be right. Enough. I think I mean, he is right, actually. I think it's a more iconic music video. I, yeah, um, I, and I thought he was making, the statement he was making, I know he be, he was stood behind it. The and, statement was that it was akin to like his uh, George Bush doesn't like black people statement. And, and that's really why he did it. Um, so the Taylor Swift Incident happens, all right. And this was also this was the first of many times when Beyonce didn't win the award. <laughs> that is true. She was gonna win. That is true. So this shout out to the, the uh, 2016 um, Grammys, I think. When and before that, that, that other album she had, she didn't win. Oh wow! Self-titled, that didn't win anything either. Look at that. That limited didn't win anything. And Kendrick's uh, "Good Kid, Mad City" didn't win anything either. Well, it was it not? Oh, yeah, it, yeah, it was not. It didn't win anything. Yeah. But um, actually, this album was not uh, nominated for album of the year. A lot of people thought it gets none. So the point is that, that what we're talking about. Oh, really? It got snubbed. Well, I I think it won the Grammys, though. It, yeah, no, it did not. It was not nominated for album of the year. Like, really? Had other, had other nominations, but not album. That's crazy that I, I did all this research beforehand, and I didn't. I missed out on that. I know it won. It won some Grammy. No, no, no I'm sure it did. Yeah, but it. I guess it didn't win the album of the year. Grammy. It, it wasn't like nominated. Album or something. It wasn't even nominated. Yeah. Well, so basically what ended up happening is there was a great deal of backlash. Obviously, people were mad. Especially, I mean, it's, okay, I think ultimately, like, the optics didn't look good for Kanye because you have, like, this big, bad hip-hop bully coming in to this, like, fragile pop girl. You know what I mean? And so, like, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I've, you know, like we just said, I, I think he was kind of justified in it. But, but a lot of people yeah. didn't think so. He didn't make that big statement. Like, <laughs> I think, I think at least like in the black community, more people were knew who Taylor Swift was. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. She was just she was more like a pop more country weird. Yeah. Uh, but then after Kanye he called her out, I think more people. Yeah, exactly. Because now she's like boy. a Mondo star, and I think that you know that yeah. it was part of it. Part of the oh. uh, uh, the fame came from that. Um, but yeah, you had a lot of people kind of, you know, kind of giving backlash for that. So again, just to set the stage for the album, which we're really going to get into now, is Kanye wasn't necessarily loved at this point. I mean, this he needed something to really bring him back because people were talking bad about him. People were lo looking at him kind of crazy. Um, I, you know, ultimately, I think for us too, like we just mentioned, like it wasn't that big of a deal for us. I think, you know, in a way he was kind of justified, but... Um, 
It is what it is. That happened. And then on oh, November... Should he have done it, though? Like, we might agree with him, but should he have... Should he have done it? No, I don't think he should have done it. Uh, but that Obama said it was a jackass. Yeah. You know, but, I mean, we've championed uh, Kanye's, like, uh, what's it called? Like, his, his very, like, bold moves before. Yeah. Know, specifically like the, the the George Bush hates black people thing everyone championed that and I kind of feel like with his ego and his level of fame and his knowledge of oh they, they were behind me last time he was like oh, I'm gonna kill him this time <laughs> so he went up there with all the courage in the world and then ultimately it wasn't um things kind of didn't work out for him so so with that being said ultimately what ended up happening is uh he he was really like he kind of had to make a statement. And then on November 22nd, uh, this album comes out. And I'm going to just play the intro here for a second just to kind of get the ambiance going a little bit. Um, yeah, the real one's far too mean. The watered down one, the one yeah. that I know, was made up centuries ago. They made it sound um, whack and corny. Yes, might be a little loud. So... He comes out with this album, and I think there's a lot of, before we really dive into, like, the music of it, I think there was a lot um, to digest here, right? Um, let's talk first about the visuals and kind of just what, you know, what we thought about everything around it. To me, like, when I first saw it, I feel like they had, um, I, uh, hold on one second. I, I feel like there's a lot that was, I could tell that there was a lot, a lot of uh, work done on it, right? Because one, he has the album itself. He has, he has the album cover, and it's censored, like which is censored. Or you have the ballerina, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. think you can get that result anymore. I don't know. I I don't know if you can, but but like there's 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 multiple versions, obviously, right? Um, yeah. um, so the one that we all know, the one that I, I know, um. Uh, the one that I know, uh, the one that I've seen the most is the censored one. And the censored one, it's essentially like, I don't know, you know, I guess two people having sex. And, you know, one, like the woman writing the guy is white, the guy's black, and she has no arms. And they're both looking into the camera, kind of like The Shining. I think that's the one that yeah. was censored. There's another yeah. one where it's just Kanye's head uh, yeah, with a crown seen, on it. I've seen the ballerina. And that one stabbed. There's the ballerina one. Um you know, the, the artist who did the, the album cover, um, I think just when he had a conversation with Kanye, Kanye told him that the aim of this, the aim of all this was for the, he wanted the album cover to be censored, basically. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he basically told the artist, like, look, man, give us the most, like, the most crazy over-the-top thing you can come up with. And then they ended up going with that. And that's the album cover that most people know about. That's the album cover that's on on uh, like Spotify and, and all these like uh, DSPs. Uh, and then you do see like, I think the ballerina one yeah, is, is, the, is one of the ones that I think he uses for like the deluxe version. But, but yeah, one, one of the other covers though is Kanye's head kind of dismembered from his body with a sword through it with a crown on it. Um, I think that's what he uses like as his, his uh, Twitter, his Twitter avatar. I think it's after it's just the world. Well, that's what it is now. Um, I think for a year, for years, it was it was the uh, 
the king with the with the sword through. You remember that though, right? Yeah. Back in the day. Um, along with that also came the Runaway film. So Runaway was like the main um, track off the album that I mean the lead single, but he made a whole like thirty minute movie around the album basically, which came out like a month before. Um, and I mean, you can still look it up on YouTube. It's all on yeah, there. Watched it. And you and you just watched it this morning. I, I went back and watched it. Yeah, it's about uh, the burnt lady. She she came down from space. Yeah, yeah. Like like the 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 film starts with a comment. No, actually, so I guess okay. So it starts with Kanye just running away from like some sort of explosion and some fire or whatever. Yeah. And then it brings it back. You see, like a comet, like going flying above, um, like I guess in L.A. or something, like the hills out in L.A. It lands and um, it lands and uh, and and there's an explosion and there's fire everywhere and all that stuff. Um, and then Kanye, you know, you see you see someone driving like in a nice car, like around the fire and stuff. And the car stops. Kanye gets out of it and there's like a late like a bird woman. Right, yeah, bird lady, yeah. bird lady, and so he brings her home. She's at his like mansion or something, and she's trying to watch TV. She doesn't understand what's going on, and then Kanye kind of introduces her. You know, he says like, "Hey, in this world, don't trust anything you see on the news." I don't know. There's like this weird scene where he's like, you know, and and, and as they're doing all this, they're playing like little clips of all the the songs on the yeah. album, right? It's like a music video. Yeah. Um, and and so he does that. Then there's like a, a scene where it's it's just him and like he's playing. Um, I guess he's playing the song Power. Um, yeah, and, he's, uh, show, he's like showing the bird lady like, hey, this is music. Yeah. And I um, on earth, this is what I do. This is my music. He's basically just trying to show her like how wavy he is and how how, how much of a cool guy he is. Um, so. Um, he goes through all of that. Um, he introduces her to the world. I think there's one scene where um, there's uh, eventually it leads up to a scene where uh, he invites her to like a big party. Yep. Yeah, they're at a dinner. Yeah, they're at a dinner, and he just brings this bird lady in. Everyone's dressed up, and everyone's kind of looking at her weird, like, you know, who's Kanye's date? This is kind of bizarre. Um, and you know. I think one guy asked him, hey, you know, do you know that your date's a bird? <laughs> He's like, oh, I never noticed that. Um, but yeah, the, the movie just keeps going. And, and basically, I think the uh, the climax of the movie is, you know, Kanye and this bird lady are sitting there talking. And she basically says that she belongs in the other world or something. You know, and something about she deserves to burn or something like that. Because I guess that's how she gets back to her planet. I'm not sure. And then eventually she, she goes out and she gets back. That was just a really, like, quick quick and dirty summary of what it what the movie was Kanye West start, it starts to run away again and then he runs away and yeah so the the same way it ended or I guess in like the first scene of the movie was kind of like a snapshot of the the last scene and it shows him running away uh and I don't know what it could mean I mean I you know it, there's a lot of like there's a lot of like different interpretations of this and that I think ultimately like the theme of this album, right? I feel it's about Kanye and fame and, you know, exorbitant 
money and all the, I guess all the, all the luxuries that come with fame, right. And how he kind of relates to it. The album is supposed to be a big sprawling album that has a lot of people on it, has a lot of different sounds. It's supposed to have like everything, but it also highlights like the good parts of fame and the not so good parts of fame. I feel like ultimately that's the theme here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if you kind of got that, that same feeling, but I mean, it, you know, because because when you just look at the album itself, the album comes with so many things. There's so many crazy visuals, all these different, you know, what I mean, uh, um, album covers. There's all these different like visuals that come with it. There's so many people on the album. So, yeah, you know, the, the, uh, the lady who played the Burton lady, she yeah. was uh, she was engaged to Nick Cannon. Oh, really? Who Who was yeah. it? Yeah, dude. How, how's that Cannon pool so much? <laughs> we get yeah, the, the Nick Cannon sniper conversation. Uh, he's he's had quite a few actually. Yeah, dude. Uh, Nick Cannon sucks. That's <laughs> he's a charismatic guy. I don't know. Um, but she was engaged to him at the time. Uh, at one point, she was engaged to him. Has she done anything else that you know of? Uh, she was on. Uh, Catfish, the TV show, uh, oh. Hawaii Five O, The Apprentice. She was on The Apprentice. I feel and like you're reading uh, IMDb right now. I basically am doing. <laughs> yeah, but she was, I guess she was a contestant on The Apprentice. So, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah and the winner of that, thing. yeah, back in 2009. So around this time, or 2010. Yeah, yeah around this time she got a. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so basically, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, are they going to bring back the apprentice? Because, you know, it's like Donald Trump gets um, free time. He certainly does. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think he left years ago, though. He left like back in 2007, I think. And so the show went on for, for years after him, and then they just stopped it. So I don't know. I, I doubt they'll bring it back. I don't think he has a good. Um, he left in 2015. <laughs> Wait, didn't he, 15 he did? Yeah, I show, if you look up the last episode he was on, I thought it was 2007. No, the, the show was on from 2008 to 2000. Uh, Listen, there's no, the show was on in 2001. Oh, I, no, no, I'm looking at, I'm sorry. So that Apprentice was on from 08 to 15. Oh, okay. I'm looking at the Apprentice. Well, I don't Apprentice. know nothing about that. But uh, so, that's what's up, dude. Well, hey, let's let, let's really get into the album then. Yeah, we we kind of talked about the theme. It's okay. <laughs> we kind of talked about the theme a little bit. Okay. Um, there's a couple of things that I kind of want to highlight, and then you know, feel free to to jump in, Martin. Uh, give us your two cents if you can. Um, so yeah, in general, that's what I think the theme is all about. And and really, when I first heard it, I, I was really. Uh, um, I, th- I thought it was fairly clear. Actually, yeah, let me ask you this. Where were you when you first heard this? Where, like, where were you in your life? Where were you, like, what kind of music were you listening to? You know what I mean? Yeah, it, well. And, and why did it, did it hit you, like, as soon as you first got into it, or? Nothing. Um, um, well, I was. I mean, what, like, when you first heard it is what I meant? Like, did it hit you first, or was it a slow burn where, like, years later you came back? I was in college. Uh, I just finished my first year in community college. Uh, so 2010. I don't know. Uh, it didn't 
Did it hit in the summer or? It was in the f- uh, the fall, like winter time. It was no, the sun- November twenty second. Um, where was I? Well, um, my bad. I you know how we talk, and I just say distract myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's happened to me a few times too. It's like. Because I remember, I just because our regular conversation. No, I was. Like uh, no, I was in uh, community college. I I wasn't really listening to um, much like top forty, but I know I've heard the songs before. I, you know, I liked this. I don't think I I was quite there right when it hit. I don't think I was quite listening to it right when it dropped. But I'm sure I heard the songs, and yeah. actually. Um, this album, this album actually did a lot for marching bands. Oh yeah, because Power was yeah. a big song. Yeah, Power and all, and the, all lights. the lights. Yeah, yeah. So like you know, they started to play that in college. The band was playing those songs and some cool high schools were. So I'm sure <laughs> there. Um, yeah, I know I heard the songs. I just don't know. If I was quite into it in uh, 2010, like, you know, let's see, fall 2010, I can probably tell you what I was listening to. This is back when I was really dedicated to buying those rap albums. So I know in October, I was listening to a lot of The Roots. Uh, like, yeah, you. So you do a thing where every what every two months you buy a rap album. You still do this, right? Yeah, I. I so this is when you just started. I mean, yeah, this is because I started like year before this. So. And these are physical albums, like yeah, something. No, back, these are like back then people were still buying CDs. People were still doing that. <laughs> but like in twenty twenty, no one yet. has those anymore. And you still have like a whole yet. thing of them. Yeah, yeah, so I think it was like the I know I was listening to the roots at that time. Okay. A lot of the roots. I had some Weezer. I, I was listening to early Weezer back then. <laughs> yeah. Weezer was big. I um yeah. I had some uh the clash, yeah. uh talking heads, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, you know, I and I think it was kind of I had that Dr. Dre, the chronic. You had just gotten that? Yeah, I had that like the month before. Oh, nice. I was very collective. Was this one that you went by, that you bought immediately or did you buy later? The Kanye. Kanye, yeah. This Actually, I actually got this one last December. Oh, okay. I actually listened to all of it recently. Nice. And uh, yeah. Yeah, like I, I, I was kind of in the same boat where I, you know, like I, I hadn't really been listening to a lot of hip hop then. I was kind of coming back. Believe it or not, like Lil Wayne Carter Three brought me back fully into hip hop. Before then, I was kind of like, I don't know, man. I was listening to different stuff, and uh, you know, my life was kind of all all over the place. And then eventually, I, I kind of got back into hip hop, and this was right around the time when Drake started kind of bubbling a little bit, and Drake had had the so far gone mixtape and stuff. So I was kind of riding off that wave. And then this album come comes out. Yeah, I was always into Kanye. I just never had. Yeah, I was always into Kanye too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. I honestly, 808s and Heartbreak at the time, I just went away from. I wasn't really feeling it. I I like it now, but I wasn't feeling it then. So I was also waiting 
for Kanye to come back with something Kanye-ish, like what you were saying earlier. Because Graduation, when that came out, it was over with. It was amazing, right? And 808s came out, and it was really different. I wanted him to go back to that. And so one of the things I was really excited about was, yeah, he's kind of back to doing this Kanye thing. What he ended up doing is he mixed some of those sounds from 808s and from earlier, and he came up with this. Um, so yeah, so let, let's let's kind of hit some of the moments of these of this album because I think it has a lot of really cool moments. And I'm gonna be kind of playing uh, some clips, and we're gonna kind of just react and talk about oh, it. Oh yeah, okay. Um, yeah. I guess the, the first thing I kind of want to talk about is this. Here, let, let me play a clip of this song here that that we we know very well. All right. I always, I always like this beginning. I, I thought this was only in the music video, but it's... Yeah. Yeah, me too. I always really liked it. Um, I'll kind of go into the song a little bit. Yeah, it's one of my favorites, yeah. This song right here, dude, cultural landmark, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, this song... It's actually pretty interesting because um, the uh, the chorus there with all the lights, there's uh, 14 different people singing that chorus. Really? Yeah. Dude. Who are the 14 people? Dude, it's insane. Let me pull that real quickly. <laughs> yeah, Rihanna, right? You have Rihanna. Right, and so Rihanna is at the main voice, but uh, 14 artists that lend their voices to the background vocals. They are Alicia Keys, John Legend, The Dream, Drake, Fergie, yep. yep. Kikati, <laughs> Alton John, Ryan Leslie, Charlie Wilson, yep. uh, Tony Williams, LaRock, Alan Fields, Ken Lewis, and Rihanna. Oh, and yeah. The piano is also played by Elton John. The piano at the end, right? When they do the yeah, little... Yeah, that's Elton know. John and Elton John singing in the background. Yeah, and you know what? And, and yeah, I'd seen that right before this too. Another thing that's interesting is uh, writing credits, right? The, that chorus was written by The Dream, yeah. the singer of The Dream. And Kanye allegedly... All right, I, I'd heard that some of his verses were ghostwritten by a rapper named Really Doe. If uh, if you remember on Late Registration, that song he did with Nas, um, what's that song called? We Made It, or I forgot exactly what it's called, but Really Doe is on that song, and he's the rapper who did part of the verse on this. Another really interesting thing is, okay, so the main point that I played that, the first moment, I guess, is the collaborations. Right, there's a ridiculous number of, of collaborations on this album. Yeah, like you you pointed it. There's 14 people involved in this, and there's also all these kinds of like background vocals and background verses and stuff people wrote and stuff. It was a it was a, I think it was a song Kanye said he worked on for two years. Yeah, I think I heard that too. Two years with the song, you got all the backing vocals. Yeah, that's a perfect uh, summary of just how much effort was spent on this album, right? And it also kind of just fits 
the uh kind of the the whole just the story behind or I, what i think the theme behind this is like all these textured sounds and all these people singing and all these people involved it just shows you like um i, I don't know it, it's i think it's supposed to represent just luxury out in the world and stuff like that and i think i don't know it did a pretty good job of that um i feel like that's that's a good kind of moment to start on um uh another thing that i found interesting on this is uh there's i guess two songs on here that have uh members from wu-tang involved in it yeah but um, i think and also i think Rosa like helped him with some production i don't think he gets full credit yeah like, he did uh he did the intro the dark fantasy you know that dark so in the beginning of dark fantasy uh that uh that the beginning uh what um because Nicki Minaj when, when she's talking mm-hmm. the girl about to play it right yeah this part yeah so this is actually a poem written by Ronald Dahl the author Ronald Dahl oh really guy who wrote like Charlie and Charlie Factory right so therefore technically Ronald Dahl gets writing credit, right? That's crazy. This is his poem about Cinderella. So that's wow. what she reads at first. So so yeah, Ronald Dahl has credit on the album also. Then I uh, I think, yeah, Ritha helps with the production of this song. And he's on the other song, So Appalled. So appalled. I don't know if he helped with that production. But he just has like one line in that entire song at the end where he's like, Dirty white bitches. Yep. <laughs> fucking, that's all Ridiculous. Nothing right. Like, that was, but fuck. it was so impactful, bro. At the end of that song, dude, to yeah, hear Rizzo. Oh my bitches. God. Fucking ridiculous. So this is the beat. The portion of the beat resident. Chicago, mercy, mercy, me, that mercy go. That's me, the first year that I blow. How you say Which sounds like a, a Rizza kind of like Wu Tang, like a new era Wu Tang kind of thing. But yeah, it's pretty hard. So so yeah, so that that's for the most part, that's Rizza's involvement. He also did uh the beat for gorgeous. Uh he helped with the beat for gorgeous, which is uh this song here. Yeah. Kick, Kick Cardi does the hook. Yeah. No, it's, it's just what's interesting is like uh, all this album, yes, Kick Cardi, yes, Pusha T, and I think uh, what Tiana uh, Taylor, like she does some background vocals herself. Yeah. It's just involved. interesting by the time, like, you know, he drops those solo albums, that, like, he he's had all these people with him for so long. Yeah, like they, they've helped him for years, yeah, and then finally, D. years later, he, he helps them with an album. Yeah, yeah. Since Pusha T was on this album, he was on the Cruel Summer. You know. Oh yeah. And, and, and we're gonna get me. into we're gonna get into Pusha T a little bit too because I think he was a big part of this album. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm just saying that all these people he's been around for a while. And he's, yeah. still, he's still around them pretty much. I think, uh, you know, they, uh, they still, they, they, they still, you know, they still fuck with Kanye. They're still they certainly do. 
<laughs> well, okay, so check it out. I here's something interesting that I kind of thought of. Um, so yeah, obviously Raekwon's on this on this album, right? Raekwon's on this song, gorgeous. Yeah. I think honestly, dude, in terms of moments, that was a moment for me. Um, <laughs> his verse on here, uh, and I'll tell you why. Well. First, let's kind of, I'm going to play a bit of his verse here. We're going to jam out to it for a bit. Then I'll kind of get into a little bit of why I thought thought it was a moment. This is on the song Gorgeous. All right, this is going to be ill. All right, let's go. Yo, I don't cop Tim's, is lived in lenses, kid Armani suits, fresh fruits, valley boots, and benzes. Counting up, smoking, one cuff, live as a red jag, a Louis bag, grabbing the blunt, fuck it, steam about 101 L's, kites off the jail, spying sweats, running up in Stetson. Nigga had game was special, it matched every black pair of nights, throwing dice for decimals. The older head, older head, would train a soldier head, make sure he right in the field, not a soldier dead. That meant cold red bent off the black skunk, the black Dutch back of the old shed. If you can't live, you dying. You give or buying. Keep it real or keep it moving. Keep grinding, keep shining. To every young man, this is a plan. Learn from others like your brothers, Ray Kanye. Listen, that was one of the hottest verses on the album, dude. It's, that's Golly. It's a very calm Raekwon. Yeah. That's certainly not the Raekwon from Cream Get the Money. Dollar dollar bill, yo. Um, no, I thought that was great. Now, here's the thing. I think there's a little bit of backstory here between Ray and Kanye, right? So we talked a little bit about the, the Taylor Swift incident, right? When that happened, I think I remember seeing an interview, which I can't find online now. Maybe it was scrubbed off the internet. I don't know. But they were asking, I think it was, uh, no, it was asking Ray, Raekwon, because he had an album around this time. I think the year before he had the second, um, uh, what's it called? The second Cuban Links album that came out. They were asking him, what he thought about the Taylor Swift thing. And he was like, no, that was some sucker stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Kanye is a sucker for that. Cause I mean, she's just this little white girl doing a thing who cares. And he was like, yeah, it was, it was kind of a sucker move for him to do that. And, and I remember something around this, that same time on, on his album, on, on, on Ray's album. I, I thought I heard a subtle Kanye diss dude. All right, I heard a subtle Kanye diss on that right. album. Now, so uh, no, uh, Cuban Links too. On Cuban Links too, dude. Um, so, like, if you remember, let me see if I have this. Nothing to many people listen to Cuban Links. Sorry, <laughs> where are you playing that from? No, that that's the 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 visual, dude. The the movie. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Now I'm gonna try to find. I know. This. Oh, in the in the first Cuban links, where he's like, they're throwing bleach in my eyesight. I think that was like a reference, like Biggie or something. Oh yeah, they they were like low key beef with with Biggie because they had that they had that section where they're talking about like putting the baby on the cover. They're like, oh, you know, he stole Nas's whole thing, and yeah, he was. They're talking about Big there, and I think they said that they were gonna like run up on him or something. Well, um, then something ran up. I don't know. Certainly did. So now, if you remember this, Beyonce had a song with Kanye called Ego, okay? Uh, and and tell me if I'm reaching on this, but I remember thinking, me and my sister were talking about this at the time, remember thinking like, man, I think Ray's shooting that Kanye a little bit. So uh, this is a song called Ego. Now I'm going to play a clip of it. 
got a big ego. Ha ha such a big ego. Now that's Kanye on there. I got a big ego. She love my. All right, so that was the song, right? And again, he does a verse on it and everything, right? Now, Raekwon does does the the Cuban Links album. He has a song called Surgical Gloves, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if you know, around the same time, Kanye used to wear pea coats all the time, right? I think mm-hmm. that's general knowledge, right? Do you or agree or no? Yeah, it's all in pea coat. All right. So now here's Ray on Cuba, on, on surgical gloves, rapping about people with big egos wearing pea coats. You hear that? Yeah, so people with uh, the you, egos, you we blow you out your pea coats. Wow, is this your own theory, or did you read up on this? Did you come now? This is that? my me and my sister's theory. Yeah, okay. we thought he was shooting that Kanye because again, in 2009, who else do you shoot at if you're like Kanye was on everything? And these, uh, I mean, Ray was a little bit more mature and this and that, but still, he's like, man, I see these rappers with E, like, no, I don't respect these guys, you know what I mean? Drake was getting big, I mean, Drake was kind of. Yeah, but Drake was still, I mean, Kanye was still leagues above Drake yeah, yeah, yeah. in 2009, 10. Like, Drake really blew up in 11, I think. What's like, it? became oh, no, another I level. T.I., man, T.I. was. But T.I.'s a street guy. Ray's not, I, I mean, I feel like Ray had that respect for T.I. or, like, some of these other kind of, you know what I mean? I'm just saying, I was just saying T.I. was also big during this time. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Um, Yo, get that I, Galaxy Samsung. Did you get it for nine bucks? You look at that. that. <laughs> yeah, that's Wait, a great app. Do, do you know I have premium? Um, See, because I use Tidal. Uh, shout out to Tidal. Uh, you know, who's, who's BK Malumpa? Who's what? BK Malumpa. <laughs> my sister. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's my Wait, sister. So. What's it B stand for? It's Betty. And then the oh, K. Betty. Is, okay. you know, yeah. um, in DC? Is she in DC? Yeah, she's in DC. Okay. She, uh, so wait, Anna and Betty both in DC. They certainly are, dude. Oh, cool. They're both in uh, in DC. Um, so I don't know. Ultimately, this link up was great. I, I respected it. I was down with it because I thought they were beefing this whole time. Basically, I think this song is overshadowed because yeah, so many other bigger songs on here like yeah. Power and All the Lights. Yeah, Runaways. Oh, I think a lot absolutely. of people don't really uh, remember this song too well. You know. Yeah, it's a great, great song. Um, and I love, I really do love uh, um, Ray's verse on that. I think that was definitely moment number one for me, for sure. Um, let's get some of these other moments then. Um, Push. Let's talk about Pusha T. Now, Push had just been signed by Kanye right before this, which, yeah. you know, Push. He, he'd yeah. been around. He, you know. he had been around, but like, remember that he split up with his brother because they had to deal with like all this, like, you know, stuff they're about to get arrested for stuff. I think his brother like found Jesus. I thought his brother was like, hey. Yeah, his brother found Jesus afterwards. But they went oh, through okay. a whole thing with we're gonna get arrested and they were gonna go to jail for all this stuff, but it ended okay. up being their like cousins, I think, that were more involved in it. But it was a huge right. deal. I didn't know about all the legal trouble. I didn't know about all that. Yeah, yeah. He had tons, right? I mean, 2009. Like 2008, 2009, I think he was dealing with all of that. And so, and then him and his Wait, brother. What, what exactly did happen? With, like, I think what? it was all like drug related stuff. I think oh. they ended up like getting, well, I think they ended up locking up like maybe his cousins or like. 
someone he was related to, one of their big homies or something. But there was a big like drug thing going on. So really, like, I mean, push, push, like he lives his raps, dude. <laughs> I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just saying he really lives what he's talking about. Does he still live his raps? No. I don't know if he still does, but I think he's open about it too. He doesn't do that anymore. But what he did do. You know, you know, I mean, he said it on on uh, on Duppy. He said the only rap, I don't know if it was Duppy or whatever. He said like the only rapper who sold more dope than me is Easy E or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I I I'd read an interview about about um, about Push, and what he was basically saying that he had the best verse on Soul Palt. Okay, now check it out. This album is cool because it has posse cuts. Posse cuts are some of my favorite things from the 90s that rappers used to do. Rappers don't do it as much as they, they used to, and they, sh- they should be doing more of it. So, this album had two. Had Monster and Soul Pulp. What's now, Posse Cuts mean? Posse Cuts is essentially one song with a million rappers on it. I think people still do one song with a million rappers on it. All right, what's the last Posse Cut you heard in the last five years? I don't, like, just go to any, like, rap album. I'm sure you can find... Um, like, more than three people just rapping? I'm sure. I'm I would sure. love to hear that. Yeah, like, sure with no hook. I mean, like, okay, like, I can think of one. Okay, I can think of, like, Meek. He no did that. Hook. What's free? Hey, there's a what's hook, free with there, There's a hook in... Um, Monster and so old. Yeah, but Monster, they're just rapping one after each other, which is basically like a posse cut. And then so Paul, there's a little hook, but it's whatever. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I mean, if you remember songs like 24 Hours to Live that Mace did or songs, you know, songs like that, dude, those songs just had a bunch of people rapping after each other. Those are basically what posse cuts are supposed to be. So that brings us to the next point here. Who do you think had the best verse on Soap Paul? And I could actually go through and we could like do little clips of it. Um, I just thought it was interesting that Push said that he had the best verse on it, essentially. He was pretty much saying that that was one of the shining spots for him because he got to share the mic with Jay and and Psy High and, and Kanye. Um, here, let, let me just uh, kind of just give a little taste of Soap Paul. If you don't really care, two hands in the air. If you don't really care, it's like that sometimes. I mean, ridiculous. It's like. All right, so I'm gonna fast forward to everyone on there um, Kanye, Jay, Push, and Sci High. All right, so that's Kanye. Let's get Jay in there. I'm so appalled. I might buy them all just to show niggas how much more I have in store. I'm fresher than you all, so I don't have to pause. All the y'all to suck my balls through my drawers. Dark night feeling. Die, you be a hero. I live long enough to see yourself become a villain. I went from the favorite to the most hated. The fucking my second deal of the legend I become. Now that's push. Blackjack, I just pulled an ace as you looking at the king in his face. Everything I dream, motherfuckers, I'm watching it take shape. Watching you, I'm just a young rich nigga that lacks faith. Range road, leather roof, love war, fuck a truth. And then here's Sai High. 
Amazes the faces and places the favorite. Huh, my cup overrun up with hunters. Dummy, damn it's hard out for me to waste it. The new commandment, thou should not hate kid. My movement is like the civil rights. I'm Ralph Day, Ralph Day, Abernathy. Alright, so I gotta say for me, I think it's Jay and Push. I think Jay I like, probably had the best verse on that. I like Grizz. <laughs> you like Grizz's bro? Yeah. <laughs> Let me bring Grizz in there for a second. Rest of the year, dude. Yeah, dirty white bitches. Fucking <laughs> So yeah, yeah. So push definitely had had moments with uh we're with having this, Sci High. Run away. We're having that guy Sci High. Which again? We're having a Sci High. Sci High's <laughs> around, man, but he's he's not a ground guy. He had an album in 2017 that was great. He wasn't his um, verse wasn't too bad. Okay. But he also just helps a lot of people. His verse was great, yeah. And actually, you know what? Yeah. His, I I his he wasn't supposed to be on the song. Apparently, he was helping Kanye, I think, with something. And then he uh, Kanye fell asleep. So he said, yeah, let me do a verse. So he recorded a verse just because. And Kanye heard it and kept it. Wow. <laughs> he so wasn't supposed to be on the song, dude. Yes, he kind of took matters in his own hands. Uh, so, so, yeah, I push. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, oh, sorry, but I'm just saying. We're talking about guest verses. We all know the best guest verse. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there's... Okay. Now, we know the one guest verse on this album. And I'll save it for last because I think that's the most iconic one. You can finish finish what you were going to say. Yeah, I'll let you finish. I'll let you finish. (laughs) I'm just going to say, Nicki Minaj has the best guest verse on this song, ever on any song ever. I'll let you finish. See, I forgot you were a Barb, Martin. You know what I mean? Because, but no, yeah. but you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. on that, dude. But yeah. we're gonna get to it in a little bit. Listen, right. honestly, dude, if we had to rank guest verses, hands down, Nikki won it by far. But there are there is another one I wanted to get to beforehand. Now I don't know if you completely feel this way or not, but I think I know a lot of people on the internet when they talk about this album. There's another verse. That they hold in high esteem as well. Okay. Right. You want to guess what that one is, or do you want me right. to just get is right it to it? Don't mind Pusha T. No. So it's a by Rick Ross, man. Oh yeah. Well, Definitely in the new dress. We were, like we're talking about that's the, the, the but also we're so talking about Pusha T. Let's not forget his first in Runaway. Though. His first in Runaway was amazing. It's like, it was an, a, another great. iconic verse. The only reason. Um, I didn't get into it as much as you know, because I guess that was kind of because um, Runaway was the was the was the um, the single off this album, and uh, it was like the main song they're putting out there. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. I Runaway is probably one of my favorite Kanye songs. Really? Yeah, dude. Huh. It's like it has that slow build up, like that. It's very easy to play on the piano, like. <laughs> Yeah. It's just like, good, you know, you can relate to it for the douchebags. Yeah. You know, like, I, I didn't like first. Runaway when I first heard it, but now, I mean, yeah. But it's one of those songs that fits perfectly on an album like this. Perfect. I mean, dude, it, I mean, we didn't even get to talk about the sequencing of this album, but it is exceptional. 
the, the order of the songs the way it is from gorgeous to power to all the lights to monsters so far like it's everything fits so well and i mean yeah it, it's brilliant the way it was, yeah. was made but yeah the runaway is a song i do like a lot now and i especially love push's verse on there too uh, excellent it's with death little new dress this is very low-key song you know there's not, yeah. much, not much going on this so, is yeah. a i think this is a song that I, like it has a lot of cult appeal, I think, for people who really love this album. But I feel like this needs to stand alone. So I'm gonna honestly, I'm gonna play his verse. I'm gonna play his whole verse. We're gonna react to it, and then we'll 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 talk about Nikki. But it's beautiful the way. Just I I, I just love it. Uh. And I'm also gonna include like the the uh, a little bit of the guitar before because I think it builds up the suspense. Yeah. But this is, I mean, this is the second best verse on this album. I hold on. Listen, man. Uh, the verse goes on too long, but my God, who? Come on, bro. Yeah, come no. on, bro. Because you got uh, with that guitar solo, you think the, uh, the song is over, but uh, then he keeps going. Yeah, dude. And then there's another solo right afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a long, low key song, but then it uh, it's, goes. It's probably, this might be my best, my favorite song on the album. I gotta be, I gotta be keeping a million, dude. But yeah, what were you saying? Oh, it goes uh, directly into with the next song. The next song's uh, Hell of a Life. No, the next um, song is Runaway. 
Oh, oh, it's run away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes right to to run away. Um. Uh. So yeah, dude. I got I got a regular Spotify, so I can't just you know play the next track. But yeah, we gotta watch this commercial. Yeah. <laughs> but but just to like react a little bit to that to that verse. Um. I I think Devil in the New Dress is is one of the best songs on this album. I think it's. It's no, probably yeah, it's one good. of the highlights. No, I was actually listening to that song when I was on my way to my friend's dad's wake. So oh. I was to that during the wake, in my head, I was like, Satan, Satan. <laughs> and I was like, in a We church. love Jesus, but she didn't learn a lot from Satan. Satan, Satan. So <laughs> at that song, I was like, at a funeral, pretty much thinking that. Yeah. I was like, man, I should have. Listen to something different, but yeah, well, you know, um, yeah, no, it, it's uh, definitely a highlight, definitely a moment, um, yeah, and and it's and it's um, it's yeah, that's how I described this album. It was a moment. Okay. All of it, dude. Every honestly, every song on this was, was a moment. Every song on here is um, every. I mean, even even like Hell of a Life, which is kind of just him rapping about just being famous and stuff, and then Blame Game has like. Has him and has John Legend and and uh, and and Chris Rock on it. Lost yeah. in the World is like a remake of a Bon Iver song that he flipped it and made even better. I and actually the, really like that. Last yeah, that's another and, moment. I mean, that, that's a you know, I mean, it was beautiful how we did it and, and, I, and how I, it was you know executed. Yeah, um, and who was about in America? It's just kind of like a poem by uh, I forgot yeah. who the guy's name is, but yeah, it's essentially a poem like about. And it wraps up well with the album because, I mean, it, you know, I don't know. I feel like oh. if everyone lived their lives the way Kanye kind of portrayed kind of the famous life and all that stuff, like who's going to, like, what's it all for? What, you know, I mean, um, I don't know. I feel like it's tied in some way. But let's get to the last moment and then we're going to kind of talk about the impact and go from there. Right. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, first of all, it's eight out of eight and heartbreak. I can't say it wrong. But uh, what were you saying? Uh, I was I was saying a heartbreak in eight of eights, but it's well, you know. But yeah, this was uh this was John Legend. It was on this before he was as well known. Okay? Yeah, so, like John Legend was big in the black community, and and he released like I think it was like 2014, 2015. He did that uh, all all the B song that really kind of broke in. Into, oh, that was what did it? Yeah, like you know why yeah because john legend he had always kind of been around kanye for years like yeah. from when kanye came out but yeah yeah it, it, that's really what blew him up i guess right uh, when did he do that song uh, i'm ready to go right now do you was that around the same time i'm not song with sure. andre 3000 i'm not too sure I, I think that that was another one that really blew him up and chris rock has made many appearances on rap albums oh it's great it's great, dude. Like, you got to wear the Jimmy shoes. I ain't supposed to get pussy like this. <laughs> easy taught me. Yeah, um, that's how easy taught me. Yes. I guess right, dude. You, did Chris Rock write that? I heard of that. I think he did. I think he did write it. I read something where he said he wrote it. All right, um, let's go. Last but not least, you said it. You let me finish. You know what I'm saying? But you had a, a statement, bro. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So the best, best guess first. Let's do it, dude. Okay, actually, I think I like uh, 
Regrasses verse in this. Oh, do you? Yeah, I mean, it's not my Like short, and yeah. Because he was tired after Devil in the New Dress, because he really spazzed on that one. All right, let's, let's bring it. All right, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. Shout to the barbs. Album out. Legendary, legendary stuff. That's why. This was the best song of 2010. She had the best verse on the best song of 2010. Say again. That's the best song. Well, I think the best song that was like out. Um, I think like you know what I mean. Like that was just out like on the radio and stuff like that. Best and her mind. That wasn't. (laughs) Yeah, the best song was. In my opinion, the best song on this album is uh, there's a lot. See, no, here's the thing: we we covered the features. I wanted to cover the fe- like the moments on this album. Um, we didn't really talk a whole lot about like Kanye's input, even though, I mean, look, he he did a lot too. It's his album. I mean, he he had all you know all the verses and all the and and actually this on this album he. Save for a couple songs, he was the primary producer on most of these songs. So, like, he built the beat around something, then he had collaborations or whatever. But, like, if you remember on on um, graduation, most of the stuff he did on there was by himself with a few kind of co-production uh, people on there. On here, he built a lot of these by himself, and then other people added to it. Uh, that's what it seems like, at least to me. So, the imp- like what Kanye actually did on this album was a lot. It's insane. I mean, if we talk more about it, we take maybe another hour. I just wanted to highlight kind of the moments on this album uh, and all the moments had features on it. Um, like we said in the beginning, collaborations on this album was, a, I think, really big part of the album. It was one of the themes just to, to just show how, I don't know. I don't know. I, th- I think it, 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 it kind of like, I don't know. I think the theme of the album is about excesses. And by having a million people on songs, I think it kind of satisfies the theme in a way. Uh, but Kanye's work on this album was tremendous. It was tremendous. And and I mean, he, he put in a lot of work, put in a couple years of work on some songs. Um, 
but yeah, but but yeah, yeah, certainly Monster was a huge song, and Nikki had the best verse on that song. And I think, and Nikki's even said it like, this is part of the reason why she ended up breaking out and being so big. You know, this really well, kind of solidified her because she was on, on a song with, with Jay and Kanye, and she had the best verse. So this was really instrumental in making her just blow up and have the decade she's had. Yeah, I mean, it's sad, but then Superface is pretty big. I mean, dude, apparently this album came out the same day as Pink Friday. Nice. Um, now, look, I'm not a barb like you, Martin, but I, you know what I mean? But she does her thing. I respect Nikki a lot. I, 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 uh, but no, go ahead. It's, it's Little Kim and it's Nicki Minaj. And <laughs> See, and I don't even, I don't even want to get into that because, you know, that could be a whole thing. I'm just like. You have, you have to hit Little Kim first because she did it all first. And then after her it would be Nikki. And after Nikki, it's either Cardi or Megan. But they they ain't as good as Nikki though. Come like, on, dude. No no MC Light, no Fox, oh, you know, okay, no okay, okay, Queen okay. Latifah, no. I mean, okay, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No 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 no. I meant rappers like that. Like it's like like Queen Latifah, MC Light. They did not as dirty as. Oh, okay. Uh, you know what oh, I'm so, like, so you're saying in the lane of like explicit rap? Yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, because. Yeah, Cardi B and Nicki Minaj are very similar, but then with Latifah and Light and people like that are a little bit different. Even um, you and Salt and Pe- I mean Salt and Pepper, I guess you get kind of dirty too. But yeah, I mean they had a couple, yeah, a couple songs with it, you know, a little a little bit more explicit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that is true. Yeah, I mean, look, you you might be right, buddy. Um. They're certainly out there doing their thing, you know. The city girls are up there too, as far as like, you know, <laughs> explicit like female rappers. Um, but yeah, dude, um, let's talk about the impact of this album a little bit, man. Um, you know, do you think Kanye's the father of some of these? You know, what I'm saying some of these little little rappers running around or what? Well, I mean, even before this, I think he already was influential i think this is kind of when because but yeah this is 2010 right yeah. and the, our, the next year was like the cruel summer the watch from throne which is it's, it's kinda, oh yeah that's another one kind of launched him into being like a mega star he was already big but i feel like uh this was just like when he hit his like equilibrium like you know the highest he yeah. could go, you know, so that and that's why, you know, his other effort, I don't think he's ever since this album has made anything as good. And it's gonna fall Oh, in. absolutely not. I mean they've been good, but I don't think he'll ever uh you know be where he was at, you know. Yeah. Is that if that's early two thousand ten, so yes, early two thousand ten, eleven, twelve, he had this you had the cool summer you had watched the throne and then he dropped Jesus, which wasn't um which i think he just did too much on that i think he was just trying to yeah you know, like he did it and it kind of didn't 
Yeah, yeah. I don't oh. think Jesus worked for me. It didn't work. But some people, some people like still say that. Bound too. I'm I'm down for it with Bound too. Bound two, Blood on the Leaves. There's I think there's like a couple other ones, but yeah, some people say that's a classic album though. They say like, oh, you know, the same way we talk about this and the theme of the album and what it's supposed to mean and stuff. People talk about Jesus uh, like that too. And it's funny, like I've met people who go, yeah, Jesus is a classic, but like they hate Bound Two, <laughs> which I Bound Two is one of the greatest Kanye songs ever. I think that's just a great Kanye song. But some people hate that. I don't know. I don't get it. But, um, you, you also hate the, uh, the song I like, the uh, No Mistakes. Like I like that song, but. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that song is regular. I, honestly, like what you were saying about kind of like Kanye's work and how he's done a lot more, but this is only he's never reached this level before. I agree. Like I would I would say and we've talked about this before, just our regular conversations and stuff. But I think, yeah, like some people just say like some people say there's two Kanye's. There's the Kanye before it awaits the Kanye after or the Kanye before or the Kanye up to graduation, the Kanye after that. Um, I look at him as one, like just one, one Kanye whose styles kind of diverged a little bit. But ultimately, this to me is his best album over everything, including College Dropout. As much as I love that and what the album is with the soul samples and all that, I think this is his best work ever. Um, and like if we're talking from 2010 to now, yeah, there's not, I mean, you know, I, I, I do like, I do kind of like uh, Life of Pablo, but Life of Pablo isn't that great of an album. Like, some people are kind of making claims that that's a really, you know, I don't know. I, I just don't feel it that much. I don't feel Jesus. I don't feel, I like Watch the Throne a lot. But even like the Cruel Summer stuff, I wasn't really huge into. Yeah. I think I think if he had stopped after Watch the Throne and he had retired or he whatever, Oh no, God forbid. But but if he for some reason just stopped doing music and focused on something else, like his shoes or something, and he stopped after like, I, don't watch the throne. A, I don't think he's good at the shoes either. I don't know how, how yeah, how I don't know. I, I just I, I personally everything everything after Watch the Throne, I don't know. I, I don't think he I like he was inspired and, and he did make some good like some really great songs afterwards, but I just uh, like as a body of art, as a body of work, this album and Watch the Throne together were like the apex to me of Kanye's whole thing. And granted, before this, he had some classic albums too. Yeah. Yeah, like really, he didn't miss before this. Like, but I mean, yeah, yeah, college dropout, late registration, graduation, um, 808 to Heartbreak Now. I do really love it. And this, like, he didn't miss at all. But then afterwards, I feel like he started missing. <laughs> Which still, you take all that together, and that's an iconic career to have like five or six classic albums back to back to well, back to back. Would you rather burn out or fade away? I'd rather burn out, dude, and fade away. Well, Jay Z said that. Yeah, Jay Z, you know. Kanye, you know you can't. Uh, he released a song this summer. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> Which one? This the na 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 song? No, yeah, another one. Wash us in the blood. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Let's just do. You know, let me just play a little bit of this new one here. 
Oh, okay. He, 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 this is a remix. All right, fair enough. I don't know. I, I wasn't feeling the nah, nah, nah. Um, yeah, dude. Kanye is a legend. I don't care what anybody. I love Kanye. I grew up with him. Not personally. I just grew up with his music. And his music impacted me. And I love the stuff he's done. This album here, to me, lives on forever. I think it's one of the greatest albums ever. Not just of hip-hop, but it's just one of the greatest albums ever. I listen to it yearly. Um, and yeah, dude. It's it's I think it's impacted a lot of people. A lot of people point out point to um, 2007 when graduation was about to come out and 50 was about to come out with Curtis. And they said, like, that was a, a point where, like, the hip hop public had to kind of pick, like, what kind of rap do we want to support? Do we want to support the backpack rap Kanye's talking about or keep going on this gangster rap that 50's pushing? And I think. I've heard people say that people kind of made a decision. They went with Kanye and then Kanye led to Drake, led to Cuddy, led to like the rap we see now, like, you know what I'm saying? And Travis Scott, Travis Scott, the whole thing. Yeah. Like, like that, that was all, these were all Kanye's babies. Yeah. That's what it is. We should do an episode on Astro World. Oh, that would be fun. That'll be, yeah. I like Astro World a lot. Oh, can we do it? You'd be down to do that one? I'll listen to it some more, but uh, yeah, okay. But, um, Taylor, Taylor. You want to do a Taylor one? A Taylor Swift. For a big <laughs> when was that? When did that come out? And what's on that? Fourteen. Uh, bad blood. Shake it off. Uh, oh, shake it off somehow. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. I guess if you if you really like yes. only if you really wanted to. Is the baby a Kanye baby? The baby? No. I think the baby is a ludicrous baby. That's fair. I think two chains, two chains is kind of his own thing, but he might he might be an offshoot of Wayne. Maybe. Um yeah, the, the baby's yeah, I think he's Buster Rhymes um and uh, ludicrous. So all right, buddy. Well, this we was fun. It's all right. This was fun. Yeah, right. We tried. You know what I mean? I I think it, I think we did good, right? What do you think? It was alright. You know, uh, I stuck to I, I you know I stuck to the little schedule I put together. Um, but uh, alright, buddy, you rule, man. Um, I'll let you go. I'm down on my mind. I'm building a still. To slow down the time I'm up in the woods I'm down on my mind I'm building a still To slow down the time I'm up in the woods I'm lost in